2: Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and the worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is broadcaster and friend Dave Berry. Hey, James. Hi, Dave. Thanks for doing this. Man, it's a total
0: pleasure to be on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Should we, Should we dive in? yeah let's do it. who's going to be your first dick well it's a little bit strange this um, okay. I, I thought about the villains of our current time mm. and even though they still never cease to make me loathe them mm. I feel that criticism of their dickishness on your podcast is like screaming into a black hole okay. or Twitter as it's otherwise known <laughs> yeah. and I thought about some historical figures um, but none of them really kind of became big enough dicks for me to want to talk about apart from the very obvious ones and so I was in a similar predicament so I have picked the biggest dicks that apply to me personally that's great james if you will oh yeah these are the dicks inside me okay all right yeah <laughs>
2: dave who's gonna be the first dick inside
0: you um the first dick from inside me is drunk dave Okay. So I would hate to be marooned on your fantasy island with the drunk version of myself.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've had a couple of drinks together, but I've yeah, never seen. I don't. Well, I've never seen
0: drunk Dave. No. Well, the thing about drunk Dave is, is that. Firstly, you know, Drunk Dave is not a nasty person. Mm. He means well,
2: okay, yeah.
0: um, and he, that sees him often dishing out uh, worldly advice okay. uh, to people who are sometimes substantially sober than he is. Okay, yeah. um, there's been a couple of positive outcomes right. uh, from these. I, in fact, recently on a stag do, mm. I, uh, I Drunk Dave, I was about to say I then, but we're two very different okay, people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drunk Dave um, persuaded a friend that he was undervalued at work. Oh. And that person left their job, got a new job, which paid nearly twice as much. That's great. And that person then, ironically, took Drunk Dave for a drink. <laughs> um, also, my, my oldest friend, James, um, a gentleman called Toby Simmons, um, mm. who I met when I was 11 years old, queuing up uh, for the canteen at school. Nice. Um, Drunk Dave um, had a fight with him, um, play fighting. Yeah. Um, which resulted in Toby having some kind of bruising around his ribs and resulted in Drunk Dave having, like, bumps on his head. Oh, no. Yeah, this was three weeks ago. James oh three weeks from that yeah just before just before Christmas at time of record so um Drunk Dave is not the kind of guy because of his uh, play-fighting antics and dishing out uh, slurry, worldly opinions that I want to spend any time on a desert island with.
2: You've given con- uh, conflicting things there, though, because the second Dave left his friend bruised in the ribs. The first Dave got his friend double pay for...
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. this is what I mean, Drunk, but Drunk Dave is... Uh, he's inconsistent. He's inconsistent. hes He's... He's wildly lovable <laughs> to some. Um, yeah. He is the brinner of pain uh, to his oldest friends. So, do you think uh, uh, Drunk Dave is relentless? It sounds like you took that fight to a a friend of mine. Friend of mine, she she's in our business. She said, "You're the problem with Drunk Dave, not me again. This is a different person. The problem mm. with Drunk Dave is he just doesn't." like, go to sleep. He doesn't doesn't pass out. You must know someone like that, James. Yeah, yeah. Drunk Dave is still chatting away. You're that guy. He's still chatting away (laughs) at four in the morning having the time of his life even if everybody everybody else possibly isn't, how often are we seeing drunk Dave? Can oh, not not too frequently. I mean, you know, I personally enjoy a glass of wine. Yeah, I like the way we're painting this out to be a kind of this is like a millennial Jekyll and Hyde. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So that that's fine. You know, Doctor Jekyll. I'll have a few glasses of red when I get him. Maybe a nice cold beer. We we've, we've done this together. We've done James. this. Yeah, we have. Um. But every now and again, Mr Hyde. Even though he's not a nasty person, I want to point mm, that out. Okay. Yeah. There's, he's no. He's not. You know. He's yeah. not a nasty person. He's just not the. Kind Kind of person I would want, and also as well, I think that witnessing yourself drunk is one of the', the it's mm. one of the most uh, well pardon the pun sobering things that can happen to somebody you know it used to be the preserve of I remember my my mum and dad seeing themselves in the background on like friends' wedding videos, mm. but now obviously. Clips are uploaded, things are filmed, things are shared around the world, and it's when and I, you know, I, I, on a recent trip to Vegas, a friend of mine, um, a, a former colleague of mine, a radio producer, he showed me uh, a video, he said that this is hilarious, and I found it far from hilarious. What's I found it more to. F- it was a, not as me. It was a drunk, oh, drunk day. A <laughs> drunk And course, he was just around, <laughs> yeah, having yeah. the time of his life. Um, so yeah. So that's my first dick. Okay. Drunk Dave. Yeah. Uh, Dave, who's going to be your second choice? My second um, dick to join me on the island is Hungover Dave. (laughs) Hungover. <laughs> uh, does it does hungover Dave seem to appear straight after drunk Dave? Well, hungover Dave, he's just he'd be terrible because what you have to bear in mind here, James, is yeah. I, I've been giving this you know some thought, mm. clearly not a lot, but yeah. I've been giving it some, no no, we're giving it some thought, and I'm picturing where I am as like the island on Bear Grylls on that show.
2: That's how I picture it too. So okay, yes. good.
0: Okay, well, that's good to know. Mm. You're the creator, so it's yeah. good to know. Um, so I'm just thinking. Practically speaking, mm. this is the opposite of like who would you want to have with you in that situation? Mm. Bear grills, for example, would yeah. be top of everyone's list, I would imagine.
2: You look round and you see the three worst possible people. That's the seagull. And Hungover
0: yeah. Dave. Yeah. So while Drunk Dave is, is sat babbling to a, a seagull about how he needs to get his life together, <laughs> yeah. um, even though he's got no right to say that to anybody, yeah. hungover Dave is kind of uh, not doing anything, right. and if anything is slightly whingy, like yeah. a whingy. Roman emperor who wants to be fed skittles and <laughs> yeah. jelly worms, and just watch Jeff Stelling and the lads yeah. talk for four hours yeah. about West Bromwich Albion's leaky defence. Uh, Sorry, Frank Skinner. Are you uh,
2: are you are you seeing yourself? Is it like out of body when you're when you're hungover, Dave? You're like, oh, that guy. Or do you, do you reflect on hungover Dave and you're like, hungover Dave?
0: He's a lazy guy.
2: Well, how do you feel about
0: hungover? Oh, it's Dave? just hungover, hungover Dave. He he has. I mean, obviously, look. We've all, we've all been out and we've all had a good time mm. and we've all had to maybe go to work or we've had to go to a family engagement and you know and I am uh, good at pulling on the, the big boy pants yeah, and getting up, out there the and doing it, it. You know, that's a, but if I've got any kind of leverage when it comes to not having to do those things then I'm just I, I close up I close shop you can't talk to me I'm on, I'm on the sofa yeah. I'm wearing my Charlton Athletic okay, shorts right, and yeah, yeah. this is this is where I am yeah. and this is who I am and I'm not doing anything else yeah, and it, you know. Not you, sorry, Hungover Dave. Hung, sorry, thank you, James. So, Hungover Dave would be um, my second dick um, because um, we just wouldn't, he wouldn't be gathering any food. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be bringing much to the table. Right. Can
2: you remember any specifically bad hangovers? Um, I mean, you worked on Breakfast Radio for a
0: long time. There must have been a few occasions. I did. There was one occasion when uh, I interviewed Liam Gallagher. He came in, I pre recorded the interview with him um i think you know this story do you know this story maybe you don't know story anyway i pre-recorded uh this interview with him, because obviously he, he's notoriously got a bit of a potty mouth. And uh, then we went out and we had a couple of beers and then he went and I hooked up with a friend of mine. And it's when I first started doing Breakfast Radio, so I didn't really kind of have the mentality, the mindset <laughs> yeah. to like go to bed at 8pm. yeah. Yeah, which I then went on to do for like seven years. So, you know, I, I learnt my lesson early on and became a better person. Yeah, right. Um, but the next day was when we were going to play at the interview um, and the next day I woke up Uh, and uh, I was in my bed, and I was kind of confused, uh, befuddled as by what time it was, what was going on. It was daylight, and I looked at my phone, and it was midday. So I rang um, my producer, uh, Dave, um, who coincidentally now works on a show that I do on Absolute Radio, um, and uh, I, I rang him, and I said, I'm so sorry, man, I am so fucking sorry, I can't believe I have missed the show, only my second show in, and he said... You did the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So i gone in, I'd gone out, then I'd gone in, uh, apparently did very well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is the one good thing about Drunk Dave. He does a great radio show, yeah. um, but there's no radio equipment on the island. Um, and then I'd, I'd gone, right, I've got to go, man. I feel really ropey. Uh, so I'd left at 10, gone home... Got undressed, got into bed, fell asleep for a couple of hours, and woke up confused as to, to where I was and what I'd done. And you had no idea that you'd done no, it? No. And then I spent, say, midday until about 8 p.m. that whole day on the sofa <laughs> with the yeah. jelly worms in yeah. my shorts, went to bed. <laughs> Wednesday started again. And as I say, that was an eight, eight year career at Breakfast <laughs> Radio after that. What a pro. If <laughs> you're going to learn, though, yeah. you've got to learn the hard way, right? That's amazing that you had no yeah. recollection. So that, that was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not proud of that, but, you know, as this is your podcast and you're asking me about dickish things, there that, you go. That is great. Amazing. Dave, who's going to be your third? My third, Dick, is um, Dave's darkest thought process is just before I go to sleep. Oh, dear.
2: Okay. I feel like we're going to take a...
0: Well, it's quite... I mean, it's quite... It's, I don't know if this happens to everybody else. Um, I, I, well, I've actually, to be honest, I know it happens to other people because I've read about this and yep. um, I've spoken to people about this, not professionally, um but just kind of friends and people around. But, yeah, the, the third dick is the guy who um, I'll be going, you had a great day. You had a really great day today, Dave. You, you woke up and the house is immaculate and I like a tidy house, James, mm. as you know. The place looks really good. And then you wrote that, that piece you've been trying to finish off. That's all done. You've emailed that off uh, to, to whoever, so that's done. And then you had that great idea for the show and you got in and... Everyone had coffees and we had a Mm. great show. Mm. It was brilliant. I got home. I cooked a nice dinner. My girlfriend loved it. This is a lovely, oh, you've done a stir fry. I love this stir fry. This is good. It's a good day. It's it's a great, it's a great day. It's Friday tomorrow. This is awesome. I've had a glass of wine. I'm feeling good. Mm. And then I get to bed and I pull the duvet up and I'm all snuggly and I put my head on the pillow and then all of a sudden this Dave comes in and goes, what if all your family died? Oh, my God. And you go, whoa, whoa, (laughs) what what are you doing? Why would you say that? Imagine it, though. Imagine that. Imagine if you suddenly, tomorrow, it just all went away. And then you sit there, just laying there. And he doesn't visit every day, but he comes but to you. when he comes, yeah. Do you have that? Do you have the demons uh, uh, coming? Yeah, yeah. yeah you does, wouldn't want to yeah. spend any time at all, let alone the rest of your life, on a desert island with those kind of thoughts. What have you died? <laughs> what have you died in the next exactly. couple of minutes? I don't think there's any coconuts left, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so they're my three dicks.
2: That's amazing. Uh,
0: that's, so that's drunk Dave, hungover Dave, and Dave's darkest thoughts process just before he tries to go to sleep. Darkest thoughts, Dave. Are these suitable dicks, James? These are great dicks. I know you wanted me to say like Katie Hopkins or what the fuck ever, but no, you know, I, I, as I
2: said, there's nothing I can say about her. Dave, it's your show as much as it's mine. Thank you, mate. That's and, nice. and you've picked your dicks. Um, Darkest Sorts, Dave, I I have an equivalent Darkest Sorts kind of James, but he can creep in at... at uh, not, it doesn't have to be the la- last thing at night right. it's the long commute <laughs> and it's just like I'm like what do all these people think of me? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. or it's just like who's that guy?
0: Yeah. could he have murdered someone? Yeah, do you know okay. what I mean?
2: that kind of stuff creeps in and you wouldn't thinking... want to be
0: with I mean I say you wouldn't want to be with that person in eternity in Desert Island but it seems you're spending eternity with that person anyway yeah, <laughs> he's with you all the time I know yeah
2: every waking moment <laughs> 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 not all
0: moments just some yeah, moments just some moments yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Darkest thoughts, Dave. Okay, so that's the three. I don't want to have my darkest thoughts, Dave. Too much. Do you know what I mean? Because I, you know, no, no, no I don't want to. I don't want to bring him out.
0: I find that this is. I find. I'm finding this quite therapeutic. Yeah. I think darkest thoughts, Dave. This will be kind of this. This will be banishing him somehow. Yeah. And uh, plus, you know, I'm having fun. Today's been a good day. I don't think. I don't think it's Darkest Thoughts in. Dave, he's on an island. He's on an island with drunk Dave and hung over Dave. But that's when he comes in, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the three of these are. They're, they're linked in some way, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um,
2: okay, Darkest Thoughts Dave goes in there.
1: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com.
2: Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad?
0: For drinks, mm. I have chosen um, non-alcoholic wine. I non alcoholic wine. Yeah, because there was, I don't know exactly who to attribute this quote to, and I'm probably paraphrasing a little bit, but someone was talking about soft pornography. Right. And they said that people who don't like porn, um, as in for the variety of reasons in which somebody might not like pornography yep. or the industry, mm. they don't like soft porn because it's porn. Mm. And people who really love porn, Yeah, yeah, and watch a lot of porn and consume a lot of porn and are into porn, they don't like soft porn either. No. And I find that (laughs) non-alcoholic wine um, is that. Yeah. Because, you know, I tried to drink non-alcoholic wine once um, as part of a, you know, dry January or something like that last year. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like someone can't quite work out the ratios of making a Ribena correctly. Right. Um, You know, using the syrup and then the water. Yeah. It's almost like... Non-alcoholic wine is what my five-year-old niece would create if I gave her a bottle of Evian and a bottle of Ribena and a, and a, you know, and a kind of wine yeah, glass. I can imagine it. So it's gloopy, it's thick, it's syrupy, it doesn't help relax you in any way. You may as well just have, you know, have a glass of water. I've said this to someone before, right? If you're not getting the alcohol from drinking
2: a wine or a beer... There are surely there are nicer drinks to drink
0: yeah. than a one or a beer with no alcohol in it. I will say that the non alcoholic beer market, which I discovered from the same time Um, has come on leaps and bounds. Oh, right, okay. There are some good alcohol-free beers, because I think that the guys um, and girls in those big beer-making countries like Germany and Czechoslovakia and Belgium Mm. have started having a go. Okay. Because my memories of it it was my uncle drinking, like, Calibre at Christmas, and it was really wispy, thin... Grim. Yeah, Yeah, pretty grim. But so the beers is okay, and, you know... If they're cold, but I haven't, we haven't got a fridge, obviously, on the island. No, of course. So, um, you know, these are, we'll see. I've been thinking it's part of my process going forward. So um, I'm going to go for non-alcoholic wine. And food-wise, well, here, you know, at a time of record, uh, a lovely sunny day in London in a studio, I don't like pineapple. I think that everything about the evolution of the pineapple says, don't eat me. It's got a prickly top. It's got spikes all over it. Mm. If anything is saying, don't come near me, (laughs) it is the humble pineapple. And I don't like it because uh, I was, when I was a little bit sick as a kid, day off school type thing, I remember my mum cut up a whole load of pineapple and I ate it. And now, just as you do, I associate the taste of pineapple with being slightly under the weather. It's, you know, it's hardly Freudian stuff.
2: Yeah, same as if you get drunk as a kid on a certain booze, then maybe for the rest of your life you can never drink yeah. vodka.
0: Yeah, even yeah. drunk Dave isn't having Malibu. No, it's just simple as that. But my thing is, is that on 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 our island here, pineapple works quite well. That's kind of its natural habitat yes. because it's refreshing. It's got vitamin C in it. There's a drink element to it, so yeah. it, it would it help quench your thirst, yeah. um, and it's nutritious. So, so the pineapple, even though I don't like it here in London, uh, in the UK, would work quite well on the island. So here we go. So the dick food for me, <laughs> yeah. Which I love here but wouldn't like on the island is chocolate ice cream. Imagine if all you could eat in a hot, sweaty, bare grill-style island was melted chocolate ice cream. <laughs> the stickiness around your mouth, the not. lack of nutrition, the fact it wasn't frozen, so it's not even cold. It's just it would be so. Imagine a tub of cho- melted, warm chocolate ice cream and a glass of the syrupy, non-alcoholic <laughs> wine is all I've got to rely on. Why darkest thoughts, Dave whispers things in one ear. And hungover Dave just goes Fuck off to everyone who comes near him. <laughs> yeah. It's a nightmare that is scenario. Grim. That it's, is I'm grim. surrounded yeah. by dicks of my own fruition. That's horrible. Um I just, yeah,
2: obviously no refrigeration. You, you open it up and you're like, chocolate ice cream. And for one day, you know, just one day you get that icy goodness, maybe, once the plane's crashed, if that. And then it's just turned
0: to this warm, Ooh, I like how syrupy... You, that's what you do, straight out of the plane crash. You're probably still on fire. You go straight <laughs> out and go, oh, thank God this ice cream's still frozen. You know, I'll have this now. <laughs> it's paper thin. I'll it's help you out of your seat in a moment, madam. I'm yeah. just going to eat this ice cream from the trolley. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, and also yeah. imagine, you know, the labelling and stuff. It would just be so it'd be so inviting and the labelling and stuff reminding us of home uh, mm. is, has been another big factor in me thinking about the dicks the dickish things i'm bringing um into our island um but yeah i'm gonna go for syrupy wine and uh, melted chocolate ice cream as well that moment
2: right when you open it up maybe you've been there a few days then and then you're like oh i wonder if there's anything in here you look and you're like there's wine wow i can just drink myself to non-alcoholic
0: wine. Yeah, this is it. This is, is what it. I mean. The it's, the, it's the labelling then. and yeah. chocolate ice cream. Oh, it's chocolate ice cream. It's probably got a <laughs> lovely picture on the front of a scoop running through the <laughs> yeah. top of it and yeah. that little kind of Venetian scene <laughs> yeah. behind it and or, or you know, some the pictures of Rome um, and you're like, oh, and but inside, you know, it's bad. And this, you know, you'd have to be looking at that for years. How did you get there from pineapple? The, the transition happened there so quickly that I was just
2: like, I thought, he's going to pick pineapple.
0: Yeah, no, I, well, I don't like pineapple here, but I have a variety of choices, including chocolate ice cream. But on the on, if I was on an island, I would love a pineapple. Yeah, I'm picking dicks. Yeah, and choc melted chocolate ice cream is a dick, it's a yeah. 100% dick move. That's it. Okay, all right, food melted chocolate ice cream. Brilliant. Write it down, put it on the list.
2: I'm putting it on the list. All right, Dave. Fortunately for you, mm. you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song. What
0: are they and why? Well, again, I've gone for a slight reworking of this. Okay. But very much with the premise of your idea in the forefront of my mind. I love it. I'm not taking... I just, the premise of desert island dicks and trying to be a dick about it. No, I'm just trying to think that it's such a good idea that I want to. I'm putting myself there. You know me. I'm very Stanislavski.
2: Yes, you are. Yeah. yeah, you know,
0: I'm. I'm there. You're breaking that fourth wall. You're in there. I'm in. Um, now there are a million shit songs, James. There are. Yeah. Heavens know we've had to play some of them on the radio throughout our careers. <laughs> we have. Yeah. Um, but what I'm going to go for as a If 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 drunk Dave Mm. was performing a dick move and pressed play and there's only one song that was that I could listen to for all of my time on that island, I'm going for Oasis Champagne (laughs) Supernova. And the reason for this, and this is why I touched on it earlier, this goes back into the kind of uh, the labelling on the chocolate ice cream, the believing it's a real bottle of wine, is that Champagne Supernova, which I use sparingly in real life because it's such a powerful song for me because it's one of those songs and everybody listening to this will have those songs and maybe, hopefully, if you're lucky enough, more than one of them. But it takes me straight back to happy places. You know, and if I was to listen to it, maybe there'd be an occasion where I could just shut my eyes and I could go and I could be transported through it. But I believe the overriding sensation would be thinking about running down the, the, the cold streets of London into a curry house with my mate to to grab a Jal being seventeen and at Nebworth and all of the things that get in there entailed, thinking about hearing it at that time when I was on that date. Thinking about all the things yeah. I'm gonna miss out on for the rest of my life <laughs> because I'm stuck here yeah. on the island. Is why it would be the if you if it was like the fucking birdie song or whatever you you know a billion, that song about pizza, Chinese pizza and a pizza hut, whatever yes. it is, um, then that's just an annoying song and you're already in a shit situation. But to be, to have a song that, you know, when it opens and there's the sound of the waves washing in... And then that kind of lovely bit of guitar. Oh, you yeah. You know, and um, so many special people change. And for yeah. me, I'm just bang. I'm, just, I'm with my friends. I'm near a fire. It's a cozy pub. It's it's all the things. And I, I'd, I'd hate to hear it.
2: You just don't need that. Like, you're stuck there and you know you're not getting off. You
0: don't need that beautiful nostalgia. No, you don't it, need to be that upset. You're already no. in a bad situation. Yeah, you don't. It's, I suppose it's, I, I don't know. I don't. Having, hope for, having never been in this situation, hopefully I never will be, it'd be like, Having that one picture of your of your loved one, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Yes, right. Yeah, you know, there'd be times when it would be great to yeah. see that person's face, but I imagine mm. not maybe ninety percent of the time it would be just it would just be gut wrenchingly, heart achingly difficult. <laughs> yeah. And you're... Champagne Supernova is the mu- musical version of a photograph of loved ones.
2: You don't. Yeah,
0: you shouldn't have that. It'd be a dick move to listen to it. Yeah. He's
2: got that picture and he keeps looking at it and it's just like, time's the healer. You'd be better off without it.
0: Just move on. You're now a bearded, skinny man living on an island talking to a basketball. (laughs) Let her go. Let her go, (laughs) Hanks. I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. Um, And then film-wise... Yes. Well, uh, if this hasn't cropped up already or doesn't in the future on your podcast, I'll be shocked. I'm going to go for Star Wars The Phantom Menace.
2: Ah, that has not come up yet, but that is an excellent choice for this.
0: There is no um, loosely clever psychological um, pathways or in-depth looks into my hidden psyche mm-hmm. or, just to put it in layman's terms, flip reversing the format here. It's just a really shit film. It's just so shit, <laughs> isn't it? It's so shit. And the problem with it is, is it came out. it came out, there was talk of it, that it was coming, and George Lucas was bringing back Star Wars when I was about 18, so that was a prime time. You know, some people had put away childish things by then, but I was very much, as were my group of friends, we were, you Excited know. about that coming out, we right? Were. And so, and one of the big things that, that I remember is that there was all the Star Wars toys I had the first time around when I was a kid, some of which I sold uh, in Greenwich Market to get the money to take um, my then-girlfriend to the cinema. Uh, to watch um, Bruce Willis in 12 Monkeys, Um, so that wasn't really worth trading Boba Fett for. Um, (laughs) Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Um, So I did the thing of buying up all of the toys... I, you know, like well, I, After that, you bought them all? I wanted the toys. I wanted to yeah. have boxed, because it would say, like, oh, if you had Boba Fett boxed, yeah, yeah. it's worth £17,000. Yeah, you could yeah. buy a house. Uh, and it's like, oh, well, I think I sold mine to go to the cinema. Or, of course, as is with all kids' toys, because they're there to be played with, I believe that, you know, my Atat is missing bits. It's got one leg gone where I decided to use it as a club to beat my little sister <laughs> with one yeah. Christmas or whatever. Um, so it's not got... It's, so I had this incomplete collection of toys that I was being told and reading about as worth all of this money. So I decided that I would buy a lot of the Phantom Menace merch because I was thinking, come about 2018, I won't be sat there... Doing a podcast talking about what a dick film The Phantom Menace was. Yeah. I'll be rolling in the money yeah. because in my mum and dad's loft, there are 500 boxed Jar Jar Binks. So what could possibly go wrong? Um, Did you buy a lot of them? I've got a few. Yeah. Um, but uh, so there, and they're in my mum and dad's loft. Uh, all boxed. If everyone wants to buy a Jar Jar Binks, then please get in touch with James on his Twitter feed. Oh um, so, um, so uh, that's it. And the other thing with is like there's bits in it. Like for example, Liam Neeson mm. is quite gone gin now. Liam Neeson is he could do no wrong in my eyes. Mm. I love I love that man. Yeah, he's like he's who I look. He's like he's, he's a, a hero, incredible actor. I mean, he does he only does like Taken. Since that was a success, he's only remade versions of Taken. Yeah. Even his new one that's yeah. coming out, The Commuter, it's just Taken it's just... on a train. <laughs> yeah. But why why mess of it? You no, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Why mess of it, Liam Neeson? <laughs> Stay as you are, man. We love you. So it's got him in it. Darth Maul, really like. The double-ended lightsaber. That was a great moment. Actually. Who's not yeah. going to love that?
2: That's cool, yeah. Um, looks I... quite cool as well.
0: Looks Corn really cool. Horn head and he's like... Oh, he yeah. looks great. Yeah. The music, that... <laughs> that music, yeah. Mm. Um that That's good. Um, but so, but they were like the... So it it kind of baited you in a little bit Mm. again. And, uh, but effectively it was like watching, um... Which I, I, you know, I watch from time to time, and I'm a fan of, and it's necessary and it's informative. Joe Coburn on Daily Politics, but it was like watching two hours of Daily Politics set in space, with the occasional <laughs> yeah. cool moment, yeah. like Andrew Neil suddenly gets his double-ended lightsaber out. It's like, oh, what's that? And then it's back to talking to Nick Fucking Clay. Yeah. Um, so that would be so. The Phantom Menace, Champagne Supernova, yeah. Uh, that's my entertainment section is, is Phantom Menace the one with Podrace in yeah see again that's a cool sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and there was quite a good game that came out I think on one of the Nintendos maybe so, the 64 with all of
2: those elements like how is it
0: such a shit film yeah. well I think it's because George Lucas and understandably you know the man created Star Wars I think he's a bit egotistical and I think he, he parked people's entertainment mm-hmm. in favour of um, in favour of believing they'd be really interested in, in the kind of backstory and the minutia of every mm. single thing that led us to, you know, a new hope, which um, it, we really weren't. No. And they got marginally better as they went on. Yeah. But you just look at what they've done with the new ones. You know, like Disney's obviously hoovering up every company in the <laughs> world, but at least they know how to entertain people. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, like Rogue One one of the best Star Wars films full stop, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's so good. I, I love that, that
2: it's just all encapsulated into that film. Do you know what I mean? You're not, like, waiting for the next bit because you know
0: what happens next, right? Yeah, exactly. In fact, I'd go as far to say that I saw Rogue One at the cinema and then I watched A New Hope uh, at home and Rogue One has made A New Hope a better film because you believe in what you're seeing more. You you know, that's how you do a backstory, not what George Lucas tried to do in The Phantom Menace, which is, in a word, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, I didn't have you down as a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I just never heard you mention it before. No, well, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm in my 30s, I'm absolute radio. Oh, that's exactly what I should talk about, Star Wars. You're right. I need to talk about it more often on the show. Let's write this down. Yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) Um. Dave, finally, Mm. the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the
0: animals.
2: (laughs) What animal is it and why?
0: Wow, okay. Now, as I say, um, if you have got any complaints about this, then just tweet uh, James and the podcast directly. Leave me well out of it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for.
2: Mm.
0: You ready? Go on. I'm going to go for cats.
2: Cats? Big. You've gone big. Listen, this isn't
0: because I'm a dog guy and all that. I love dogs, love cats. but cats—the reason I think we, as a species, uh, as, as, as Homo sapiens, mm. as why we love cats, is because they are dicks. Yeah, okay. But if you put your if if you were to humanize a cat, which I know some people do a lot, um, yeah. yeah. But if you were to humanize, if you were in a relationship with a cat and that cat was human, you would be in an abusive relationship. Because yeah. it would it would want you for tickles, yes. special tickles, yeah. right? Yeah, it would it would ignore you all day until you made it some food. Yeah, then it would eat the food and it would fuck off again. <laughs> yeah, and that's what cats do.
2: And then it's going to eat someone else's food it's going to, it's and get a tickle somewhere else.
0: Precisely, it's having an affair. It's the <laughs> it's the Ashley Madison of animal of the animal kingdom. Yeah, and you know, don't get me wrong. I grew up. I see. This is where it all stems from. I had a cat called Rocky, named mm. after Rocky Balboa, when I was a kid, and Rocky was absolutely so cute he was bit white bit ginger really fluffy mm. and these big like lovely eyes like he looked like those kind of toys they make and put in the windows of hamleys but he was so horribly violent oh, really? i hate i hate i loathe <laughs> violence and i think it's because of rocky you'd literally be looking going like hey hey rocky i'm like this nine year old me hey rocky hey rocky come give me yeah <laughs> You know, just going to school with like claw marks everywhere, um, and you know, and my, my my partner, she's got she's got two cats, Shmoo mm. uh, and Neville, named up. She's a Man United fan, named right. after Gary, not Phil, I believe. Okay, um, they're both the same, absolutely adorable. While you're feeding them, they're rubbing in and out of your legs. No. They're loving it. You're getting the the cat food out. Then they're gone all day, and then. And then once Neville laid on my chest, and I thought, I'm finally going to get a cuddle. He's one. He's one of them kind of really like smoky grey cats. Oh, you know. Nice. I love like those ones, really fluffy. Looking, yeah. yeah, he's laying on my chest, and I think, oh, this is nice. And then, how does a cat get comfortable? How does a cat make the environment more comfortable for itself? It claws into you again, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? It claws in. It's horrible feeling, isn't it's, it? So you can't even have a cuddle with him, <laughs> yeah. right? So I'm imagining being on an island where. I know there's cats somewhere. They're all in the trees. They're all off over there. Mm. I can maybe just at night see their creepy fucking eyes. They light up like the M4. They're all in the trees. And uh, and then I finally managed to catch a fish using a pole that I fashioned out of some bamboo and then they all come fucking running out of the <laughs> yeah. trees because that's what cats do. And that's why, you know, as I say, I'm not hating on cats, but as far as companion animals mm. for desert island life goes, they're the biggest dicks on earth. Yeah. Why do we do it? Why do we put up with that? Do you know what I mean? I don't... I think it's because it treating me and give <laughs> yeah, I think it. cats fucking invented that. They're playing us. They are playing us. Cats are playing us. And, you know, and the thing is, is that it's working because even now I'm thinking, oh, I wish I had a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the other thing as well is, of course, you know, when I inevitably can't eat any more melty chocolate ice cream and I stick one of those on the bonfire, and there's not a lot of meat on them. No, yeah, on a cat? Yeah. Is there not? <laughs> no, they're thinny th- Very thin. Very thinny. yeah. You like know a little, little a to... vivette steak. Yeah, you don't want to. No, no, no wanna, OK. Not enough, not enough food, there.
2: Um, I feel like there's this epidemic at the minute of people just like, of cat people. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of cat you've got, people. You've there's got got a on dog people, though. There are. and Cat and dog people, I will say. And you go on like their Twitter feed and they've got like, oh, you know... Mostly talking about
0: cats, and it's just like, yeah. But there's cats that have got more followers than me. Yeah. I'm, a f- I'm bordering on being a national fucking treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Always wanted to put a profanity between those two words, James. Thanks for allowing me to do that. No, but there are there's cats. There's cats with millions of followers on Instagram. Actual cats.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Isn't
0: it? it must, but it's worth following. I imagine just because how rare it is to get a picture of them. They're,
2: f- they're gone. Cats are fucking clever, to be honest, right? They treat us like
0: shit, and they're just getting fed and loved up. getting it. Loads of money spent on cats. Yeah. Now, now you get This is what I mean. And all they do is, like, increase your dry cleaning bill, because there's fur everywhere. You crash on... Uh,
2: yeah, it's horrible. Like, that's, that was the problem. We had a cat growing up. I'd go to school, and I'd just look down at my blazer or whatever. Just cat hair. It look like Teen all Wolf. over. Yeah. It looks stupid, yeah. doesn't it? Dave, thank you so much for doing this. James, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, mate.
0: Excellent Desert Island X. Dave, need I say, where can people hear you if they want to hear you? Uh, You can hear me on Absolute Radio Monday to Friday at 4 pm, and you can hear me on Absolute Radio 90s at 7 pm, Monday to Thursday. Thank you very much, Dave. Cheers, Jim.